When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. Mm, I'm Sam Lifty Delaney, so what? I'm just having a little smack of your chops there, Sam, as I introduced them. Mm. Why is that then? Just what? had a bit of peanut butter on bread, and I didn't tell you the full story either, but might as well now. <laughs> I ran into the house. We had like literally a five minute break. I ran into the house and I just thought, it's not quite lunchtime, but I am gasping for a snack. You know, when you're overwhelmed with a sudden and all consuming hunger. I thought there's there's no way I can wait till after this podcast to put something in my tummy. So I Mm. got a bit of bread and I smeared it with peanut butter. And then I folded the piece of bread over right you know one of those kind of like makeshift sandwiches yeah and i I took a bite and i thought i've got to eat this fast when i'm walking back across the garden to the vita modular and then last (laughs) minute i thought it's not gonna be enough so i went in the cupboard where i knew there was a (laughs) multi-pack of walker's salt and vinegar crisps which probably meant for the kids but i grabbed one of them out and i i opened the bag and i started stuffing them into the peanut butter makeshift sandwich and oh. I fucking wolfed it. I wolfed it down, mate. Mm-hmm. I fucking pra- I hoovered it up and um, was still, by the time got you on the FaceTime, the, yeah. I, I was still, the chops were still being licked, weren't they? They were. You'd done the right thing, though, because they, sh- they always say never pod hangry. Quite right. And that's uh, our it's, advice. Um, A lot of young podders come to us for tips, don't they? And that's yeah, something we'll I like. If, if, if there's any young podders listening, just make sure you've got something decent in your stomach before you attempt to pod. We we got that from the no such thing as a fish gang. They told us, they yeah. That one on the us lad in the glasses told me that um, yeah. at a lock-in once. <laughs> at a lock-in in Bermondsey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Roy the Rovers again. And I have in my left hand, 14th of April. 1984 issue of Roy of the Rovers. It teases us across the top with a Sheffield Wednesday star in sign, please. Who could as, it be? Who could always, it be? I'll let Not, you have a little guess. 1984? 1984, Sheffield Wednesday. Not that Tricky. familiar with 1984, Sheffield Wednesday. I, if it was 1985-86, I reckon I'd have a better chance. You know, I'm right, not well, sure. I mean, it might be the, the, the same players might have been playing for them in 84, if you want to use that as a... Um, well, in that, I can only, I can only go with Lee Chapman. Although I've got a feeling that he might not have been there yet. But let's go for Lee Chapman. 
at Dotley Chapman, unfortunately. I think mm. he might have been at Sunderland at this point, 84. Okay. Free Sheffield Wednesday. Anyone else? Any other names you want to just chuck out? What does no. your gut say, Sam? What does your gut say? I'm, ch- I'm really struggling to think of like Sheffield Wednesday players of that era. Um, Can really I just show you? Oh, hang on, hang on. I think I might be able to think of a Sheffield Wednesday goal. Is it the goalie? No? No. Okay, just tell me. Just show me. You kick yourself, I think. David Hurst? No. Gary Megson. Gary Megson. There you go. I didn't even see Who? the name. You showed me his face. It's like he's one of the most most immediately yeah, recognisable players of the eighties. I mean, Megson played for almost everyone, so he did. Yeah, yeah. I'd have never guessed. I, I would have never guessed he played for Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> Any of really. these guessing games, if you're not sure, just say Gary Megson. Yeah, you've got a fighting chance of it being right. He managed quite a number of people as well, he did. didn't he? But that yeah. he's disappeared off the radar now. He did. Um, he got found out. It's probably fair to say. Yeah, and he's yes. retired from public life now. Withdrawn. Along with Peter Purvis. Yeah. Happens um, to us all in the end. Oh, can't wait for that one to me. Fucking <laughs> hell. What a day that'll be. Um, okay, so it's Roy the Rovers. And uh, on the front page, the story continues. Walford Rovers, the club which Roy Race had briefly managed, and Melchester Rovers had both reached the semi-finals of the FA Cup and were now locked in a desperately close league match. An injury had sidelined Roy. Uh, Joe Bellamy, the Walford captain, had accused him of hiding. <laughs> Joe mm. Bellamy, of course, Walford's club cunt. Um, and the first thing we see the, the, as a cross comes in towards Bellamy, and Bellamy's wearing the number nine. So that's another reason why he'll have hated Roy, because Roy's turned up. Right, you. Took his shirt off him. You, whatever your name is, I'll need your shirt and your armband. I'm the new captain and number nine. Well, where does that leave me? Couldn't give a fuck. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Where does that leave me? Well, you tell me. Ask yourself that question. Um, on your ass, by the looks of things. But at least that's where I'm going to fucking put you if you keep looking at me like that. <laughs> Next question. Not from you. You've had two already. <laughs> I'm only allowing two questions per lad. You. It's classic first day of the new job stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> with the biggest lad, give him a smack. The cross comes in towards Bellamy and he thinks, that's mine. And there's a great looking Walford player in the middle just to his left. Who has got the? Uh, it's almost got a Jimmy Hill beard. He looks a bit like an extra from on. like Robin Hood or something. Yeah, it's quite medieval. Uh, very, very masculine. Mm. So, um, great cross! Come on, Bellamy. Says a fan, and Bellamy thinks that's mine. Another fan shouts, "Let's have the winner, Joe!" <laughs> <laughs> And he throws himself at it as diving header in midair, and it just sails past the post, past Charlie Carter, who, let's be honest, has got it covered anyway. And uh, Bellamy thinks to himself, "Dash it!" <laughs> yeah, he's not. Dash it! Fuck it! Um, <laughs> Shit ooh! on it! <laughs> yeah, it comes from the crowd. Ooh! Ooh! Oh, hark at her. <laughs> oh, dash it, she uh, says. 
Taffy Morgan and Roy sighed with relief. Uh, this, of course, is on in the dugout because Roy's not playing in this one. He's hiding, according to Joe Bellamy. Uh, Taffy says, if Bellamy had knocked it back instead of trying to score Roy... Roy's probably be like, don't fucking talk to me about Joe Bellamy. I am not fucking interested in what Joe Bellamy does, says, or thinks. I don't even he want says, his we name We would have been mentioned. in trouble, Taff. All Bellamy can think about is trying to score a personal triumph over me. <laughs> That's bad news for Walford. <laughs> so, yet again, you take me on, you lose. I win. <laughs> Your move. There is no move. You're cornered. You're in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Checkmate, stalemate, whatever it is, I'm not sure. Don't play chess, <laughs> fucking girls game. Game Next over. Next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they say on uh, Pac-Man, game over. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> Bellamy, uh, I, I've just watched a man, I never thought it were possible, but I've just watched a man sodomise himself. And that man <laughs> is you. I, of course, mean this metaphorically, but ultimately I can visualise you somehow putting your cock up your own ass. <laughs> that is what you have done by attempting to take me on what you have done to yourself Bellamy is that thing that happens on that, that adventure game thing where they step on the wrong square they disappear you've evaporated yourself you've evaporated yourself but I must stress you've done so by also putting your cock up your ass. <laughs> mainly the cock thing amazing stuff well done <laughs> slow hand clap I wish this match could go on forever <laughs> Because you will only get more and more wound up and annoyed the longer it goes on. I don't even... You're you're right. I didn't play. And the reason I didn't play is I wanted to prove that I could destroy you physically and mentally without even being on the same pitch as you. (laughs) The longer this goes on, the more I will continue to win, bigger and harder. (laughs) But he says... Roy looks over at Nat Gosden, who is inexplicably on the pitch. He's only just come on as sub as well, I think. He's just come on, he's done 10 But literally, he hasn't yeah. appeared since... He was actually, when we first started this Odyssey, right, so that, in the terms of the comic, that's like, I think, three years ago. It was 1980, wasn't it? Well, okay, so four years ago. And they and what's his name? The old veteran was leaving the club. and they Jeff the, Giles. The first ever episode was Jeff Giles leaving do, where they were all in their yeah. dicky bows. And then the next couple of like issues were like how are you going to replace Jeff Giles and in the end he signs Nat Gosden who already has the nickname Grandad, <laughs> Grandad. when he arrives how are you going to how are you going to replace the veteran Jeff Giles easy got to sign an even older player yeah so he brings in fucking Nat Gosden and Nat Gosden features in a couple of issues back in 1980 we have not heard or seen of the cunt since then no. until now four years have passed and he was already Grandad then we assumed he'd retired. He's come from fucking he nowhere. Okay, he had retired. I didn't know what had happened to him, but we needed a spare, so I gave him a buzz. And he <laughs> said he, he, he said he was on a day trip to some sort of medieval ruins, uh, part of the National <laughs> Trust membership he got as part of his retirement deal. Um, and I said, never mind that. Grab your boots and come over he's, to Mel Park. I'm going to need you on the bench on Saturday. He's away with his wife and his sister-in-law in his uh, Tura caravan that he bought with his, what I thought was retirement money, but turns out he's still on the books. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, apparently they're visiting a huge number of garden centres all down the uh, west coast. Um, and he's seen some crackers. And it, it, to be honest, he sounds great. But I said, well, put, press pause on that. Yeah. He sounds relaxed. 
Let's put it that way. I'm not sure if he's cut very out for uh, 90 minutes at the top level. But, I uh, don't know whether. Even, they often say after minutes. retirement, you can, um, the, the sex life gets revived. <laughs> Re, yeah, 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 it, they call it fanny recycling. <laughs> <laughs> and as I say, he's away with his wife and her sister. I don't know how that I works. I don't know what that setup each is. Each to their but, own. Uh, I don't like, I don't pry. Don't like to pry. That's that's a proud man. He doesn't talk about that kind of thing, but it's in his eyes, you know. It's in his eyes. <laughs> Let's just say he's a he's a lad who I've always known has got a side to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he um he's, he's he's spent a lot of time in the company of Frank Boff. Uh, <laughs> I find he, odd. He's that old. He actually fought in the war. And he, he spent he spent some time uh, with the desert rats in uh, in the Middle East, and uh, apparently some of the women out there that you that you come across that that you learn things from them that can't be unlearned, and it does affect your outlook sexually um, forever. <laughs> I think that's what happened with him. <laughs> Fucking hell! But yeah, he's been over ten minutes and he's fucked. <laughs> I am. He's, he's. I am fucked, Roy. <laughs> Roy, I'm telling you, I'm fucked. Get me off, you're better off with 10 get men. Get me off. <laughs> Either get me off or get a fucking ambulance outside ready. <laughs> i tell you what, another two minutes and I'm going down. I am, I am fucking out of this game. I will literally shut my own body down. <laughs> no more fucking garden centres for me, I tell you. instinct. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking killed me here. I feel like one of my lungs just fell out of my arsehole. Uh, speaking of Frank Boff, by the way, I mentioned, I'll give you a heads up, there was a documentary about him on Channel 5 the other week. It was shite. Was it? Oh, it was so... I, it was so I never watched those Channel 5 documentaries. So I always think they're cheap, thrown-together crap, aren't they? No, nah, lots of them are pretty good. Are they? They do, they do good archive telly documentaries, yeah, but the right. Boff one was rubbish. It's really bad. Um, anyway, uh, well, where are we? Yeah, Gosden's fucked. Uh, how, how bad would the Melchester youth development system be when they've got Gosden yeah. on the bench? For this game, we'll let Roy is the, the one player who's out as far as I can see. Yeah. So out of they've the had usual to bring 12, Gosden. Gosden's a, number 13. He's like yeah. 53. Yeah. But I think Roy's pretending he's brought him in to try and rattle Joe Bellamy. He's brought him in tactically. Mm. Um, it says Roy had sent on the Manchester veteran to try and unsettle Bellamy and Roy shouts to Gosden only 15 minutes left that <laughs> <laughs> 15 fucking minutes too much count them there's a clock up there have a look keep an eye on it believe me I'm counting every second you con I'm right I can't believe you've done this to me oh come on don't be like that there'll be an extra fiver in your pay packet this week Survival bonus if you get through it, and uh, he says, "Keep the keep up the pressure on Bellamy." Gosden says, "Leave it to me, right?" Um, and he does. He's marking him, man marking him. He says, "I wish I could mark you every week, Joe. You're playing with your mouth instead of your brains." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, you old cunt. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, Bellamy says, "Why are you cheeky?" I'll fucking, I'll tell you what, I'll fucking ping you in a minute and if your fucking head doesn't fall off, your heart will pop. 
<laughs> and he gives him a good shove. Elbows into him. Gosden goes down. Oof! Joe's blown his top again. That was a deliberate shove. Oh, no. A deliberate he shoved shove. an old man. He shoved an old man. <laughs> Call a policeman. As the referee awarded a free kick to Melchester, uh, one of Bellamy's Walford teammates says, come on, Joe, leave it out. You're giving them the ball. Um, and goes? wasting time. He goes, all right, all right. <laughs> Fucking hell, I've got my old teammates on me back now. I love saying, all right, all right. When someone's <laughs> giving thing. you shit. All right, all right. <laughs> 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 You sound like my fucking missus <coughs> nagging in my fucking lug hole. Yeah. I think it does feel like a London thing. All London right, response. all right. All right, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From the free kick, uh, Melchester are just knocking it around, passing it around. We all love to see that. Stroking it. Stroking it around. Olé, gracefully. olé. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Uh, Melchester are just knocking it around, taking the heat out of the game. Um, Joe Bellamy's frustration was spreading to his teammates, it says. And, um, oh, who's that new lad they signed? The youngster. Neville, Neville, some, Neville someone, mm. it. He gets hacked down, sliding tackle from a Walford player. Hey, he says, <laughs> as he gets fouled. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> you can't Another do foul. that that's not allowed that's not in the rules another foul this isn't getting us anywhere <laughs> the Walford fans they're getting infuriated as well Melchester free kick there's a six man wall it goes right through the middle of it <laughs> sake, look at the state of it <laughs> um, shittest wall ever they're all standing about a foot apart from each other they haven't even got a sleeper Lying mm-hmm. on the floor. Uh, I heard a commentator call it that the other day and realised it was called a sleeper. Fucking hell, not did I. Lying down man. It's become prevalent. Jalapeño. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Jalapeño. Uh, but Melchester always grabbed, almost grabbed the winner. What a shot from Rob Richards. Palmed away by the keeper. Moments later, it was all over. Um, a one-all draw. Stalemate. So what, what, I thought Melchester were hanging on to a lead from the way they were playing. All the only, only stuff. No. All right, then. I've hung on for a draw. Fair enough. Uh, if they meet in the final, neither side will have a psychological advantage over the other. Yeah, that's a good observation, that. You're right. Um, anyway, should Roy... we go down the pub? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not coming to the pub, are you? Yes, yes, I am, actually. There's always I've one... I've got permission from when, my wife this week. When you go to the pub after the game, sometimes one of someone who's an, an unfamiliar member of your group, an occasional cameo... This is in real life. 
will try to introduce football to the conversation. <laughs> and you yeah. all sort of glance at each other like, who's this cunt? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like someone like you're all just having yeah, yeah. a laugh and someone goes, I really hope <laughs> he do- I really hope he doesn't go with the back three again this week. I just didn't see that working at all. And you're like, all right, <laughs> fucking hell. Calm down, we, James Richardson. We need to be working harder on our high press. Yeah, my gig and press. You're like, mate, what are you talking about fucking football for? <laughs> well, we're about to go to the game. I thought that's what you did in the pub for the game. No, it's I not. Thought I thought I'd set the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all part of the build-up. I saw it on an advert for Sky Sports. Yeah. Everyone goes to the pub and gets excited talking about the game. <laughs> and then we all, real- we all have a beer and a pie, for that is tradition. <laughs> oh. Fuck off. Would you like to come round to my house for Super Sunday? We can all sit on the sofa and jump in the air when there's a goal. I even wear my shirt when I'm watching it on the telly because I'm so passionate. Oh, you fucking nonce. What? I'm not being funny, mate, but you sound like a pedo. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, Roy and Taffy walk onto the pitch to, uh, oh, fuck me, this gets lively, to obviously do the honours at the end. Uh, I, I reckon we came out of that pretty well, Taff, says Roy. Watch it, Roy, our Joe hasn't finished with you yet. Taffy's looking over his shoulder. Um, Joe Bellamy's been led away by a teammate, and there's a policeman there um, looking quite stern, keeping an eye on Bellamy just in case just in case it kicks off. He's one of the policemen who wears his helmet and he's got the, the chin strap, but they don't wear it under the chin. It's in that area between yeah, the Yeah, why do they the do that? The chin. It's, it bothers me. Like, Yeah, I don't know. It just sort of bothers me. I kind of like, you almost want to go up to them and move it. Yeah, mate, I'll do that for you. Sorry, it had <laughs> ridden up a bit. It had ridden up. It had ridden up to your I, chin uh, perineum. Yeah, Neil Ruddock did that there at Cantnall once. He went over oh, and the collars up. He turned his collars down for him. And the other thing that someone um, told me that Neil Ruddock used to say, I'm sure I've said this before, is that in the warm-up on the pitch of the game, he'd go up to whatever centre-forward that he was marking that day. He'd approach them. I already like this. And he'd, like, while it was just the warm-up, they'd go, Oi, I'm marking you today. And then he'd go, and then he'd just stand there and right in front of him, start straining his face and literally just piss his own pants in front of the striker. <laughs> right? And unless you were up close, you wouldn't know it was happening. Yeah. Right? But the striker would fucking know and he'd just stand there silently in front of him pissing himself and he'd go, yeah, I'll see you later. Right? Amazing. And so, like, one, you'd think he's insane. But two, you'd think, I'm going to be backing into him. Like, the, my whole job piss. is to back into him yeah. all day and I will be covered in Neil Ruddock's urine. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's got, it's got to go in the Power Play Hall of Fame, that, hasn't it? Oh, completely, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't do that anymore. No. Nah. It's not the same. <laughs> it's much more civilised. Uh, so Bellamy I bet is... Virgil van Dyke doesn't piss himself before every match. <laughs> no. But in front of fucking Erland Harlan. Or Ben White. <laughs> <laughs> ben White. <laughs> <laughs> or that, ja- that Japanese might. lad who plays right back <laughs> yeah. for Arsenal. Yeah. Harry Maguire might, but it might be more inadvertent. Is it accident? Than yeah. deliberate. I've done it again. 
<laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I wish he'd sell me, boss. Ah, it's a nerves piss. <laughs> so Bellamy has a bit of a tirade at Roy. You were lucky, Rice, and I still say that injury was a fake. You <laughs> dodged this game like you walked out on Wolford. Pack it in, Joe. <laughs> he won't stop. Then we go to a single close-up of his insane head. <laughs> it's just all like... Muscle and fat and sinew and yeah. creases and, and, and shiny hair. Rage. Yeah. Let's up your injury, in inverted commas. Clears up in time for the final. Assuming you're lucky enough to get there, because I'll be waiting for you, superstar. Yeah, I can't fucking wait, you little bitch. <laughs> what did you call me? I called you a fucking bitch. That's all you are, you're a fucking poodle, a bitch poodle. And I'll fucking I'll see you at Wembley, cunt. I'll tell you what, I hope you like the smell of my piss, Bellamy, because it's going to be all over me at Wembley. And never mind that doing it secretly, I'm getting my cock fully out and everyone watching <laughs> all over the fucking world is going to watch me piss directly onto your head. <laughs> and I'm going to do it right before I lift the fucking FA Cup. In fact, no, change your plan. I've just thought, I'm going to win the FA Cup... Then I'm going to piss in the FA Cup and then I'm going to go and tip it on your fucking head. How do you like that? And then Jimmy Hill can come and fucking interview you all about it. <laughs> then Jimmy Hill can go on a telly and complain about the modern game. Because <laughs> there's nothing more modern than that, I tell you. Yeah, I've rattled him now, haven't I? I've rattled him now, haven't I, Taffy? Yeah, well, it, it was it was quite actually, yeah. it was quite the tight age, Roy. Yeah, I got. I know it sounds like I'd pre-planned it, but honestly, I was just riffing. Very good, Roy. You <laughs> still imp- got it. Impressive stuff. You put the fear of God into him. <laughs> good. I tell you what, I'll do it as well. I know you will, Roy. <laughs> Bellamy's outburst was the talk of the Melchester dressing room. There's all the players in various states of dress and undress. Duncan Mackay uh, with a towel around his neck. Blackie Gray just buttoning up his white shirt. Obviously ready to go to the players' lounge with Roy. We're going uh, to the feathers tonight. It's meat night. <laughs> it's meat night at the feathers. <laughs> There's dancing girls on as well. <laughs> Roy's organised it because it is a special treat. <laughs> Um, I think that's Jimmy Slade there. It usually is when you're not sure who it is. Jimmy Slade says he ought to be carpeted for bringing the game into disrepute. Duncan Mackay. I hope Walford do make it into the final. Then we can really put Bellamy in his place. <laughs> Could have done it today, but he didn't, did you? Soft lad. Black, he says, we've got to get past Western Villa first. And that'll be a tough game for Roy, wondering how Wolford are getting on. They've cast a kind of shadow over him. Look at him, he's all sad and confused. And Roy's listening in, looking concerned. Um, <clears throat> God, these are the days when both FA Cup semi-finals were on the same day. And they weren't even on live, you'd have to watch them on Match of the Day at night. All right, over the page, further on in the comic, part four of this story. 
Uh, during the build-up to the semi-final, Roy's fitness dominated everything else. Uh, he's getting back into training again there in his all yellow training kit. Uh, nice running, Roy. Now let's really give that right knee a test, says Taffy Morgan. <laughs> I'm self-training, Taffy. Concentrate on the others. You know I'm a self-training mechanism. <laughs> Self-cleaning as well. <laughs> <clears throat> like the vagina. I refuse to train with the other players. They only <laughs> hold me back. I play again just as I did when I was a kid. And I taught myself to play football because my father was often absent and slash disinterested in my development as a human. <laughs> I play against imaginary players. His, neg- his negligence and neglect has made me into the man I am. Never look back. I, th- I thank him for it. I thanked him for it on his deathbed. But I, I, I went along <laughs> to yeah. Melchester Hospital to watch him die a slow, painful death of... I believe, blood cancer. I stayed awake for 38 hours waiting for him to pass. <laughs> and I led right into his ear as the final death rattle emitted from his broken lungs. Well, and I, I whispered very simply, thanks, cunt. And then I, I kissed him very tenderly. I kissed him tenderly on his wrinkled forehead. And I, and I, and I chuckled to myself as I exited the room. Good night, cunt. <laughs> it was a very special moment for both of us. Very memorable. I, I said say, to him, "This was is it, it the best moment of my life." Well, it was up there for sure. Top five. <laughs> I said, "I whispered to him, this is it. There's nothing else.' <laughs> You're going nowhere. Fade, fade to black. At least your pain's over now. You've lived, you've lived an awful life, a horrible life." An ugly life. You've created damage everywhere you've gone, and now you're going to die. <laughs> that it? <laughs> Any more? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, Taffy tells him to give the right knee a test, which he, he does by hitting him on his left foot, it looks like. Uh, Go for it, Racy! It's gone! That's, uh, okay. That's gone! Right into the back of the net! The boss is back in business. Baxter. <laughs> well done. Clap, clap. Oh, no. Now Nat Gulston's back in it, and he's aged Nat overnight. Gulston's he's got even older. He looks like fucking Yoda at this stage. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, that the old squad is fighting fit after that job you did for us against Walford. I'd like to guarantee, guarantee you a place in the final. Oh, fucking what? hell. Please don't. What do you do that for? Because <laughs> of a decent 15 <laughs> minutes in the fucking... In the last God. game. They're not even in the final yet. Yeah, we definitely will be, though. <laughs> I have foreseen it. Uh, that goes to says, uh, but you can't, Roy. Don't worry about it. All this cut blood and thunder is for the young ones. <laughs> I'm just happy to come in handy whenever I'm needed. <laughs> the last thing I need is 90 minutes at Wembley. <laughs> fucking finish me Fuck off. I know, the size of that fucking pitch... That re- that really will kill us. Well, I know I've got that policy out on you. Remember? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> and so the following Saturday at the neutral ground of Tynecaster, um, hooray, Rovers, Rovers, Villa, Villa. It was great when it when they had the um, FA Cup semi-finals at neutral club grounds. Neutral grounds, it was so much better, wasn't it? 
And it was so because, exciting to see which it would be, like which ground was chosen because, and all that stuff. Because of the concept of getting to Wembley. I know. It's as so, in for the final. Well, they, you they, get to Wembley, they do you get it, to Wembley again. They, they do it because it, it costs them so much and they Wembley are on the make non-stop, aren't they? Yeah, totally. You fucking hire it out for bar mitzvahs if you want. And yeah. and if you did and you paid enough, they'd move the cup final for you. I was supposed for to be the cup mitzvah. final that day, but I tell you what, if you check us a bit extra, we'll move it to the Sunday at like, yeah. I don't know, 6.30, 6.45 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? What's that? There's two clubs from the north that they won't be able to get back home. Ah, fuck them. Ah, oh, but there's a Premier Inn round the corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're running out, and Melchester are playing in our wear kit. Whoa. It's white shirt and red shorts. I like it. Fucking hell. Yeah, I like I it, do you? Yeah, very good. Roy's wearing long sleeves, whereas Blackie is wearing short sleeves. Oh. Uh, almost 20,000 Melchester fans had crammed themselves into the ground. <clears throat> um, Where are Walford and Melbourne playing? Says a, a fan. Uh, and the other one holds a transistor radio up in the air and shouts, At Dean's Park! I've got the tranny tuned in, ready for the radio commentary. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll make sure the Rovers know exactly how the other semi-final is going, especially if Walford are winning. Oh, no, says Roy. That's the last thing I want. Fucking hell. <laughs> why don't you fucking just keep your noses out? Just, why why you can't you cunts just fucking shut up, watch the game, and then fuck off at the end without fucking talking about absolutely everything? If you say something good, clap. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. I don't mind if you sing my name or something like that. But other than that, just keep fucking stunned, will you? Don't any fucking news. Why don't you fight the opposition fans like proper fans of the other clubs do? <laughs> Instead of sitting there pontificating. <laughs> Try and get this thing called off, then we'll play. We'll know we were playing in the final. Well, we have to play the replay of it. Fuck me. So there we are. We'll find out what happens. Follow the fortunes of Rovers and Walford next week. It says... Uh, marks out of ten. Nine uh, for me. Nine. It's a nine. Strong oh, Joe Bellamy was, uh, content, yeah. which has really boosted it for me. Just a quick one in the uh, Roy talking page. Um, I'm going to spare the blushes of the young correspondent. I won't name him, which you might agree with when you hear what he's written in. Mm. Uh Replying to your request earlier for this season for goal scorers, you've got one. Incredibly, in our league season, which finished in February, I scored 12 own goals. Oh, my God. I play for the 27th Norwich Cubs, and in one game, I actually notched a hat-trick at the wrong end. Not surprisingly, we were relegated. <laughs> Why is he boasting now, about it? What a legend. This kid either gets off on, like, you know, losing and being the architect of his own down, downfall <laughs> and misfortune, or he's just a liar. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I scored 12 own goals this season. Only 10 of them were on purpose. <laughs> what the fuck? So I don't know. There's a lot to think about there. Uh, Roy says, at your age, there's plenty of time to get things straightened out. You could try playing up front, for instance. So there we are. Yeah, quite chilling. Um, 
I might search that kid's name to see if he's gone on to commit crimes later on. It was probably, wasn't it, Frank Sinclair used to always score own goals for Chelsea? I think so. Probably. Yeah, I mean, but he probably only scored like three or something, but it then but, became yeah. a thing. All right, that's it from this one. We'll be back and find out what happens in the Cup semi-final next time. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>